0: Hi guys, hope everyone is well and welcome back to Improvement Podcast. So, just quick update on myself before jumping in the episode. So, just had my vaccine yesterday and I'm feeling pretty rubbish to be fair. So, I I tried to time it with when I'll be off training. So, obviously my arm's a bit sore. So, don't know how it'll be like to train with it. But I've got a upper body session tomorrow. But the gym's the gym that I usually go to is closing. So, it's not the end of the world if I do have to miss a session. Although it's not something I like doing, I don't think I've missed one since started doing my coach, so that's been over 51 weeks anyway, 52, 53, something like that. So uh, yeah, let, let's hope that doesn't happen, and yeah, I'm feeling pretty floored from it to be honest, but I've also got de D-volume session on Sunday, so basically like I was talking about last week, I might need a D-load, which I've took, so... What I'm basically doing is one set per exercise, one hard set and as a result it's not the end of the world if I miss it. So yeah let's hope I don't but I try to time it as best as possible so if I do miss a session it's going to be when my gym's closed that I usually go to and when I'm not doing like full volume. So I won't be the end of the world but yeah fingers crossed I'm better for then but I just feel just extremely tired and that arm's sore head's a wee bit sore and I just feel a bit sluggish if that makes sense but jumping into the episode today so today I'm going to touch on how to grow your arms so your arms are a body part that are a bit different from others in my opinion so I think with your arm training you can do a bit more like work with them they recover a bit faster and I'll get to how that will affect in terms of like when you train your arms or how often you train your arms into the episode. But first of all in terms of how to grow your arms is are you making the most of each set you're doing now? So I think with arms it's really easy to go through the motions. I believe it is quite a boring body part to train. But are you making sure you're training as hard as possible with good form with the sets you are currently doing in your session? Or are you going into your session and are you just ticking the box of training arms, just doing a couple sets and thinking job done, going home and putting them at the end of your session, not giving them the attention or quality that they need to grow. So that's something that I think is very valuable. It's really easy to become just a bit complacent with your arm training because when, oh, most of the time when I train arms it's after doing all my other exercises. So when you get to arms you've got less focus and You've got less ability to perform and you just don't give it the same intensity as it is at the start of your session. So just make sure you're making the most of the training you're currently doing. Because if you're adding more sets but the sets you're currently doing are like junk, you're not making the most of them, you're not training hard, then you're just going to add more junk to your training. You might as well make the most of them, see if you get results from that and then add sets if you need to add sets. So... Next up is exercise selection. So exercise selection just is another name of what exercises you're using in your sessions. So I recommend using a variety of arm movements. I wouldn't really want to rely on doing one exercise to grow my arms, you want quite a few in there. Reason being is uh, well, they will target them from different angles if that makes sense. So you might be able to put more tension on your bicep when it's stretched on one exercise and then put more tension on your bicep when you're fully squeezing it or at the top of the rep when you're contracting your bicep. So, yeah, just make sure you're using not just one so you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. Use a few. And just make sure the exercises that you are using you connect well with. And what I mean by connect well with is you can feel it in your biceps and triceps so you can feel a good squeeze if you do an exercise and you're like oh i don't really feel that in my bicep at all or you don't feel like you've got a pump you don't feel like your biceps been worked it's never ever sore then you're probably not doing the best exercise so just have a think about does it feel like a really good movement and choose the ones that feel really good that you get a good pump in, etc and uh that will just make sure you're maximizing again each set you're currently doing before thinking about adding more and uh, yeah so this will be dependent on everyone so it's not like there's one exercise that's the best mass builder for your arms so literally just choose exercises that yeah you you feel and you enjoy because enjoyment's something you shouldn't neglect as well because at the end of the day if you don't enjoy it, you're probably not going to stick to it. So enjoyment something very, very important that sometimes gets underlooked, And it's especially important for beginners. If you're, let's say, you've done, you've been training in the gym for three years and you're still just doing what you enjoy, then you can be like, right, it, it might be time to knuckle down. I've got the consistency. I might need to go more towards what I think's optimal or best for my progress instead of just what I enjoy. So, maybe not skipping legs, <laughs> stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, the best thing to do when you're in the gym is just get used to being there consistency, consistently sorry, and learning to enjoy it. Next up, just make sure your exercises are pain-free. If they cause you pain, then just don't do them. If it's your form, have a wee look at your form to see if it could be causing the pain. For example, are you controlling the weight down or are you just dropping it and catching it at the bottom? or are you just throwing it up using really really heavy weight that you can't control and using a lot of momentum with your body so if you're doing either of those things don't do it and yeah if it's still pain painful remove the exercise do something else if you believe your form's all right on it so if anyone wants to send me a form clip I can take a look at the arm training or that if uh, you are suffering from pain or You just don't know if you're doing it right. I'm more than happy to do that, especially if you support my content and listening and you're listening to my podcast, so least I can do. And next up, a mistake I see people make is moving their upper arm a lot. So if you do watch my Instagram stories or that or my YouTube, you might think, but I've seen you do that yourself. So there's an odd exception when there's still tension on your bicep to move your arm. But I do that at the very, very end of my rep to get like a good squeeze in my bicep, long story short. But if you're moving your, let's say you're moving your upper arm before you even bend your elbow, this is you using your shoulder. So if, just make sure you're using, you're just keeping everything still except bending at the elbow. And like I said, sometimes you'll see me move my upper arm a wee bit at the top of the movement. But for the most part, it should stay still and if you're a beginner and you're just getting used to like doing exercises with correct form you don't have to worry about moving your upper arm at all and complicating the movements just focus on keeping your upper arm still and like curling the weight and not moving it about same goes when you're training triceps if you're moving your upper arm that's not helping you target your triceps that's helping you use other muscles like your lats so a muscle in your back Uh, to just move the weight so if another muscle's helping you move the weight that's tension off the muscle you're trying to train if that makes sense so yeah just make sure your upper arm stays still or set in stone like I like to say Uh, and that will just ensure you're isolating your muscle as great as possible next up is range of motion so there's a few circumstances where you might want to not do a large range of motion. For example, if it's painful or if your muscle stops working in that range or if uh, you've had like past injuries there and it's something you really, really should do for some reason maybe. But uh, for the most part, unless you've got a good reason not to, use a full range of motion if the tension stays on the muscle. So this is not something, again, I can't really put across too well in a podcast in terms of if it will keep the tension on the muscle or not but most of the time if you're training your triceps or biceps it, you're you're probably going to keep the tension on the muscle at the bottom and that like you're not gonna put on another muscle because if you're only moving at your elbow there's not much else that can really work so just make sure you're taking it for a larger range of motion as possible so this is shown to be more effective for muscle growth and as well as that Even if you just do a set, if you do like quarter reps on a bicep curl and then you do, let's say, full reps, you'll feel the difference. You'll feel it being more effective. You'll feel probably a better pump in your muscle. And by the way, when I refer to saying like pump, what I mean is see when you get a lot of blood in your muscle, it feels really tight and like swollen, full of blood. That's what a pump is. And it's just, yeah, all the blood getting shoveled to your muscle because you're training it. So there that's kinda a good sign that the exercise is effective. Not that you need it. For example, if you do like squats with six reps or something, you're not gonna get much of a pump for that. However, it's gonna train your legs. So yeah, range of motion, something else to consider. Do a full range of motion unless it's sore or you've got any other justifiable reason. Next up if you want to grow your arms is frequency. So frequency just basically how often you're training your arms for example if you're training your arms once a week then you could probably get away with training them slightly more because the way i look at it if you're doing them once a week you're giving them one opportunity to grow if you train them two to three times a week and you let you like train them they recover you train them they recover you train them they recover that's three opportunities they have to grow so in theory you're gonna grow more muscle training your body parts more frequently and this is if you're doing like the same sets for example I'd rather see someone do let's say they're training their biceps I'd rather see someone do 12 sets throughout the week and let's say split up by four sets in three sessions than do all 12 sets in one session because the reason being is we know to build muscle mechanical tension builds it best so this is basically the amount of weight you're lifting So, if you do your 12th set in the one session, you're not going to be lifting as much weight if it was only your 4th set. And what I mean by this is, after doing 11 sets, you're not as strong. So, if you can do more weight by splitting it up into 3 sessions, then in theory, you're having more mechanical tension. Or basically lifting more weight throughout the week, if that makes sense. So... It's quite, uh, you could say it's a wee bit confusing to put across or to grasp, but basically if you can lift more weight throughout the week with uh, the same technique, you're probably going to build more muscle. So obviously that doesn't mean do a hundred sets of biceps, but if you're, let's say you're doing like, you're doing like a standard amount, like 12, like I said, if you split them up, it'll probably be a wee bit more effective. And next up is your volume. So I think your arms can respond to a bit more volume what i mean by this is you can get away with doing more sets for them for example like i said eh, splitting up throughout the week and doing like three sets three days a week i think that would be no problem if you like done that with your biceps you'd recover from it just fine and myself for an example i currently train biceps every day that i train so i train. i do three sets basically every day except uh, Tuesday and on Tuesday I have an arm day and I do even more I do 9 sets so that's me been doing a lot of sets throughout the week for my arms so it just shows you uh, you're able to and my biceps like I said at the start of the episode they never get sore really they recover really well so there's no reason why I, I can't be doing that if that makes sense so if I wasn't performing well, if it didn't feel good, if I was having elbow problems, if I wasn't progressing any movements, then you could argue, oh, why are you doing that much? You might want to, like, scale back a bit, but if I'm progressing my exercises, they feel well, I'm not getting a lot of soreness after my sessions, then there's no reason why I can't do that amount. Next up is exercise order. So, sorry, I mean, I can't stop yawning. <laughs> uh As for exercise order, if you do your exercises at the end of your session, you're not going to have as much focus, you're not going to have as much, you're not going to be able to give the sets as much intensity and they're probably going to be less effective. So if you're doing your weakest body part at the end of your session that might be why it's weak. So think about could you potentially do it at the start and as a result be able to have more focus in the set have more intensity in the set and overall have a better quality set so yeah i think this is something very valuable and it's something i like to take into consideration when i'm like writing programs for my clients or yeah just making changes to programs what's their weakest body part because if they have something that's a glaring weakness let's say their back and on upper body days their back exercises goes after their shoulder and chest exercises then that does not make any sense. So it makes sense to prioritise them or have some sort of reason to put them at the end of the session if they are at the end of the session. So yeah that's something again very valuable and that's something to consider before adding the sets because... Do you actually need to do more sets or do you have to do any any of the things I said above like changing your exercises, making sure you are keeping your arms still and using good form or making sure you're using a full range of motion or you're training them frequently enough or you're putting them in the best order possible instead of just adding more sets when you don't need to. So next up, rep ranges. So... In terms of rep ranges for your arms, personally, I don't see much benefit in going below 8 reps. If you lift below that, you're probably going to struggle to isolate your biceps or triceps. You're probably going to have sore elbows or tendons at your elbow. And it's probably not going to be that effective, in my opinion. So, most of the time, I recommend keeping the amount of reps you do relatively high. So, I myself, I do like one set in the 8-10 to 10 rep range, and then two sets in the 12-15 to 15 rep range. In this way, I'm not getting, I'm not putting it all my in one basket. And what I mean by this is, I'm not just relying on one set to build muscle, or one rep range to build muscle. I'm using different ones. As a result, you could potentially have more benefit from it, and a greater potential to build muscle. And this is because you can utilise what's called metabolic stress, which is basically when all the blood goes to your muscle, when you get a pump, that helps you grow muscle. So it's actually shown to, yeah, just help muscle growth if that takes place. And as well as doing that, you can do lower sets as well because we know the amount of weight we can lift contributes to the amount of muscle we have. So if you can get stronger in a lower rep range, that also contribute towards it. So, yeah, consider that. And with rep ranges, you should just consider if it's effective, you should consider if it's pain-free, if it's enjoyable, if you're able to, yeah, just stick to it. Because if you're doing the perfect rep range but you hate doing it and you don't stick to your training because of it, then it's not the perfect rep range. So, enjoyment comes first as a beginner, next follows... All the other factors, really. So yeah, just make sure you're choosing ones that you enjoy paid free and are effective considering all three of those. So yeah, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Any questions on it or any feedback, please just let me know. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, like the video, Spotify, follow me, please download it if you like. And if you're on Apple, I believe it's Apple Music. I give me a rating and review, and it'd be greatly appreciated. so hope everyone has a great day and again any questions or things they'd like to see covered, just let me know. Cheers.